Hello everyone, this is Coffee Chug, and I am so excited to introduce episode 13 to Living on the Edge of Chaos podcast series. In this episode, I interview and talk with a high school student that I had the luxury of working with off and on at the middle school level named Frankie Ballard. And Frankie is another student that I think voice and story needs to be heard, and I think many people can learn from the things that she's going to talk about here in this episode. Frankie is a high school student um, with a long list of a million things that she does on her own, uh, whether it's out for sports, playing music, attending concerts, or any of the other artistic things that she does in her life. Uh, But more importantly, we're going to be focusing on her writing process as she does have a book published on Amazon and is currently working on her third novel. So I hope that you find inspiration from Frankie as much as I have found working with her as a teacher, an educator, and I can't be more proud to bring this episode and her voice and her words to the world. I really hope you take time to listen to it. I hope you take time to reach out to her and possibly check out her book. And as always, you can always reach out to me and let me know your thoughts and feedback. I think this is another great episode Uh, One that gives us a lot to think about as she gives some pretty powerful insights. We're in the conversation. Maybe she didn't realize what she was saying, but I really sat there and went, wow, she's really got it figured out um, and things are coming together for her. So thank you for listening. I appreciate everyone who follows Living on the Edge of Chaos podcast series. And let us cut right to the chase of episode 13, Living on the Edge of Chaos, with Student entrepreneur, Frankie Ballard. Hello, everyone. This is Coffee Chug. All right, hello everyone. This is Coffee Chug once again, um, coming with another episode of Living on the Edge of Chaos. This time, bringing another amazing uh, young adult or student, whatever label you'd like to place on these amazing individuals. Um, once again, looking at the power of student voice and students that are that are making waves in the world on their own and uh, charting their own path to success. And for this one, I'd like to bring in. I guess it'd be a student. I don't know that I ever had directly in the class, but for some reason I feel like I know this person better than any other student that I've had in my class. Um, and so that's always kind of uh, the amazing power of, of, of education. But let me go ahead and give her a chance to introduce herself. So, Frankie, why don't you go ahead and let everybody know who you are and uh, kind of what you do. Um, I'm Frankie Ballard, and I am sort of a jack-of-all-trades. I do a lot of predominantly writing and and, uh, music-based art, I guess you could say. Yeah, awesome, and I appreciate her taking time to come after school here to uh, chat with me today. One of the things that I think I would like to focus on right away and jump right into uh, the podcast here and kind of not have a lot of fluff is Frankie... I would call her a published author. And so um, why don't you talk a little bit about 
you do a lot of writing. Um, kind of how maybe you got hooked into writing, and then um, from there, what motivated you or gave you the the power, or courage to go full force and make yourself published? I know that that's a big question. It's probably yeah. like a lot to answer, but uh, oh, let's see. I. I've always uh, just writing has always been like a sort of like a thing for me. Like I used to write all the time, um, like fill notebooks of like little stories that were always like be half finished. It's like my big thing. I don't finish a lot of things. <laughs> um, and uh, I think I really got into it around like um, the end of elementary school, like fourth or fifth grade is when I started. Uh, I found this like website for kids publishing. So you could like make like put words in a, in a book format and then make your own uh, cover and author thing on the back. And I, I made my first my first actual like chapter book off of that and I bought it and I have it still. <laughs> and it's the worst thing I've ever read in my entire life because I was actually thinking about that today if you were gonna ask me about that <laughs> and I thought about it, I still have it. <laughs> and <laughs> and it's and then I just started going and I was like, Well, what if I what if I made it better and what if I added other things and I it went off a whole nother spin-off of like a fantasy like trilogy and then I went oh what if I wrote about things that were actually going on today so I were like realistic fiction and things like that and then I got into more like when I got to high school I started writing more about um what it was like to be a teenager and what it's like um to have like human emotions and things like that human relationships and I start like reading has always been a huge thing. I've re- read different books and they influence my writing. So it's just a huge like spectrum of change, I guess. So it's yeah, just so always it's kind of there. take a natural evolutionary mm-hmm. process. You talk about your first book that you had that you said mm-hmm. it was very good. It reminds me, just I, sh- I should have brought it in. I didn't even think about it. I still have a book that I wrote when I was <laughs> in must have been first or second grade. Yeah. Um, we had our, almost like a young writers conference and I still have it and it's called The Fox that Had a Problem. And I remember thinking I was such an amazing author so I wrote a sequel on my own. Oh my gosh. And it was called The Fox Had a Problem with Girls. <laughs> I need to find those. I'll have to, I think, I'll have to share those with you. And I, you know, I, oh I look God. back at it now going, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think mine was called he crushes prophecy or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 amazing to see. I guess the journey because I mean now I would I would consider you a very high quality writer, being that I've read um, your novels and and some other pieces that that you've offered my way. But I think your first comment you touched on an interesting point. You said you don't finish a lot of things. But yeah. What I think is is vitally important to that. Is, is the beginning part of how much that you have started yeah. and how many people don't start. That's true. They, they have the idea, but they never start. And so you're, you have, you, you are starting. And when you just don't think there's anything there, you probably, you know, but mm-hmm. it's always there. Um, and I know I've been struggling to write a book myself and mm-hmm. one day, hopefully before I die, that happens. So the question I have, it's a personal question. And also I think an interesting one is, so you have a book on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So what, how did you go from all your writings and starting and stopping and, and progressing to high school and, and everything else that you're doing in, in your life of being a teenager to take the plunge and go, I'm going, I'm going all in? I think it was I, – I had this idea about this girl, and she had this amazing life story, right? And, like, it just kept – it was in my head for a really long time, and I wanted to write about her so bad, so I did it. I wrote – 
in about like a three week period, I wrote and finished that entire book, which is, it's not very long. Right. So obviously it was easy to write in about three weeks, but I feel like I did her justice and I really wanted to share her story. So that's why I wanted to publish it because I, I felt like it deserved to be read. And even though she's fictional, I felt like her story should have been told. Right. So I guess it just felt vital for me to share it with someone. Yeah, and I know I'll put a link in to, to the show notes um, to the book on Amazon. And I know that I was one of several people that, that gave feedback to it. And I remember reading it thinking, okay, I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> um, you know, because you do play – I think the great thing thing about, about you is that – as, as an educator, you can be very real with you and you don't have to worry about sometimes we have to do those cookie cutter comments and yeah. things that you just have to do. Um, but reading that book, I remember sitting it down and reading it absolutely in one setting. It was, it was, it was that character was a very powerful character. And in 98 pages, you cover, you cover a lot of material, which I think is, is, is awesome. Um, so if, if, if there's young people listening in, to this podcast on writing and maybe that's their, their own endeavor. What's advice or tips or, or things that you would offer somebody who maybe has an idea or just needs that little nudge to take it to, to that next level and go, Hey, you know what? I should celebrate what I have and I, and I should get it out there for, for people to see or hear or read or whatever it is that, that they want to do. The best advice that I can give to any writer is advice that I got from Libba Bray was is to read, is to write, is to experience life and write about what you know and love. And then when you f- think you're finished, but you're never actually finished, when you think you've reached a point where you're ready to give it to someone else, where you're ready to share it, then go for it. Like, just, just push it out there into the world and know, like, just give it space you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you just got to push it out there and hope for the best there's really nothing else you can do like i i sold i think i sold like 17 copies and that's it like it's not about it's not about money it's not about fame it's just like sharing it that's all that it's about people reading yeah. your stories right and you look at it and i look at it not just as just 17 copies but there's 17 people that were exposed to the book that yeah. wouldn't have been exposed to your writing had you not done that. Yeah, and you know, you never know what's going to happen, so you just got to hope for the best and give it all you've got. Yeah, and so as you go through, obviously you write a lot and I'm sure you you have your your ups and downs in terms of like anything, you write a lot and there's times where you probably yeah. you don't have a single thought in your brain and uh as, as much as you you would like to have that, you know, and that's part of just life in general. So what are maybe some of the authors or books that that you have found to be um, helpful or inspirational along your path. And I'm sure you could probably, you've read several books. It doesn't have to be writing books, but who are those people that, that you kind of go to for that source, that little, you know, or that, that who you, I want to say aspire to be, I hope you aspire to be yourself, but those people you go, wow, that's, John Green has always been my favorite author, and I find him to be an interesting person as well. Like if you watch his like Vlogbrother videos, yep. he's he's a great person. So I find him very inspirational. Libba Bray, obviously, um, Lori Hall Sanderson, and I like to read E. e. Cummings and Walt Whitman and things like that, like uh, poetry and things like that. Um, uh, the Scarlet Letter was really influential to me too because it was like one of the first feminist things, and I feminist so <laughs> yeah um 
Yeah, those are pretty much the main ones. Like I, keep, I always come back to those. Yeah, so. I agree. I, I think, well, as you know, John Green's also I'm an avid fan of. I think mm-hmm. he's one of the few authors. I always, I always have my authors classified two categories. You either have a good book, and you write quality, or you're an amazing author. Because if I reread your stuff more than once. You know, there's there's mm-hmm. not that many people that will actually reread their content. I might like a book and give it five stars and think it's great, but if I don't go back and revisit it, then it wasn't that, you yeah. know, they didn't take it to that, 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 that next step there. John yeah, I've read his books one. several times. Yeah. So I guess the, the, the thing, you know, you're, you're more than just a writer. Um, I know we're focusing on the writing piece, um, but you do music, and um, how do you, I guess – from from a teenager perspective, how is it that, that you've grown to be so comfortable in, in 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 your skin? And I know that's maybe that that's a big question, <laughs> a big chunk to chew. But I think one thing that's so powerful, I think where a lot of kids get stuck is they're they're not comfortable in their skin to want to push to that boundary. Um, whether it's pushing music on YouTube or it's writing a book and, and or writing poetry and getting it published or whatever it might be. How have you amassed that? Where you have that comfort to go, I'm going for it. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I have no (laughs) honest idea of where all this confidence and things have come from. Like, I think I was, I think it was just like born this way, to be honest. Like my, my mom is a really confident person too. And my dad is really like upfront and, uh, my family is just a loud and obnoxious bunch. I guess I just learned from the best. <laughs> um, no, I just, I've always thought that what I, I was, I was something that like, I, I always thought I was special to myself. I had something different about me. So I was like, oh, I'll just I go with it. It works for me. So I'll, I'll go with it. Awesome. And I think that's, I think that, that, that that's a great place to kind of wrap up this podcast is, is exactly what you said is, Find out what makes you you. What's what's special to you as a person? If and, you're weird, and if run you're weird, people will love you. Yeah, and I think we're all weird in mm-hmm. our, in our own ways, whether we want to readily admit it or not. We all have <laughs> that weirdness factor, um, and I just think that's one of the, the amazing things about you is that you keep it real. You, you keep it Frankie. I don't know how else to <laughs> to describe it. And I mean that with the utmost respect and and positive way um and i just once again you i think you're you're one of those students that have the skill and the mindset and the entrepreneurial spirit that i think is gonna take people places and i hope that people listening in to this to this short podcast can feed off that um and 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 learn and maybe it pushes someone to go forth and uh take things to the next step and if they do i hope they let me know yes that would be fantastic that would that would be great kudos to frankie so as we wrap up here i will put links into the show notes um to her book and other information to her twitter account things like that if you'd like to reach out to her and, and pick her brain and let her know that you've listened to this and anything else as well as you can always contact uh, me and all my coffee chug stuff that i push all over the place on social media uh, Frankie, thank you so much for your time today. Um, I appreciate you coming in and chatting. Um, I know you've got to run off to bigger and better things. <laughs> Barely. And um, <laughs> we'll get this thing up and running live here. So thanks again. Of course.